0: and welcome back to ghoul's night inn the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends i'm penny snark and i'm midge munster and today i so i i was thinking we've talked about a lot of scary things on this podcast midge uh-huh and i just kind of i got a little a little bug that made me say what what is fear where Ooh. do fears come from and i looked into that for today's episode oh very
1: cool i almost did some i almost did an episode about why we scream that's really (laughs) funny i did not but uh i I like that we're both kind of thinking about the the
0: science midges science corner about fear (laughs) right the science corner returns this week um so, as as with most psychological things, um, there's a lot of disagreement and different theories out there because the mind is a mystery. Um, but I did read several Psychology Today articles. Wow, good <laughs> for, for this. Them. <laughs> couldn't looking, couldn't be looking me. that up, um, <laughs> and we're we're gonna present what what my findings are. Do you have a PowerPoint
1: presentation for
0: us? <laughs> I should to be presented uh, alongside on the on the Instagram, right? Uh, All right. So fear is described on Wikipedia as an unpleasant emotion brought on by perceiving or recognizing a threat. (laughs) And even just starting here, um, there is disagreement about this um, because scientists will then say, well, is fear just an emotion or does fear require like the biological physical reaction we have? Mm -hmm. Is it both? Question, question, questions. i also
1: love that it says uh like actual or perceived
0: yes yes (laughs) that will be a
1: yeah i i do be perceiving things as scary a (laughs) lot that probably aren't
0: right oh man we we do be perceiving (laughs) uh (laughs) um so for anyone who isn't aware i mean presumably you've all you've all felt this um Fear does produce a physical response. Um, so when a human experiences fear, uh, the amygdala, which is a central part of your brain, uh, triggers your nervous, autonomic nervous system. I keep—I was telling myself, I'm like, don't say automatic. It's not automatic. <laughs> automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, funky, fresh nervous system. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so this, this autonomic nervous system initiates, uh, the things that we recognize as fear responses. Um, your heart rate increases, your blood pressure goes up, your breathing gets quicker and your body starts releasing stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol. Um, your blood starts flowing away from your heart and towards your extremities to like get your arms and legs ready for action and your fear response actually like biologically impairs the part of your brain that you use for like reasoning.
1: It it just says go.
0: Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely like I mean, so obviously most researchers believe that fear is an evolutionary feature um, meant to provide survival advantage. It is just like you are about to deal with a physical threat. Get get fucking ready. <laughs> like <laughs>
1: And so I'm sure you're going to, are we going to
0: talk about fight or flight? Yes, we are.
1: I won't jump ahead
0: as you were. (laughs) Well, next we're going to talk about babies Um, because you might be wondering when, when do you start being afraid? Like, are we, are we born afraid? And science, science says no. Um, Hmm. Most like a baby doesn't show signs of fear until eight to 12 months. So for the first eight months, they are just straight chilling. (laughs) <laughs> they are just good. They're good to go. Oh, to be a 6-month-old baby. <laughs> Indeed. Um and when they do start showing fear, um it is generally to strangers or strange things, um but it is very situationally dependent. Like studies have shown that babies are less afraid to less likely to be afraid of like a stranger if they are in a safe environment that they recognize like their home or if they're like, you know, on their parents' lap, obviously. Um so it does it continues into your adult life that like the situation you're in puts a lot of uh, change into kind of what what level of fear response you have.
1: So are, are they lit- they must be looking since it's a baby. They must be looking at like actual biologic like response
0: to stimulus. Yeah, right? that's what my be- I did not like read the study. Because I but don't feel I like would assume I buy like- that. <laughs>
1: because like yeah. if a baby hears like a loud noise it's gonna like scream and cry i guess or is they're surprised they're not afraid <laughs> those emotions feel very similar to me i don't like surprise or fear it's fair i don't know i don't believe you scientists all right midge's anti-science corner <laughs>
0: different flavor for 2023 yes um so some researchers do believe um that there are fears that are like somewhat innate um to people uh so the example that i saw in a couple different places was snakes um Mm -hmm. so almost all primates display some kind of fear of snakes um so that might just be something that we've shared from from the past Um, so studies have shown that babies like react and show interest in snakes, um, but not necessarily like a frightened response when they're like very young. So some people like theorize that like, we're programmed to like pay attention to this. We're like, this could be important. Like, look Mm. at that. And then
1: look
0: look at that. And then as you, you get older, you like learn to be afraid of it, um, So obviously not all people are actively afraid of snakes, um, but apparently it is easier to condition someone to be afraid of a snake or a spider than, like, a non-threatening animal or, like, a flower or something.
1: Sure. Well, and so, I mean, so much of behavior is learned. And I feel like if you, yeah, if you grow up in a house where, like, like, my grandmother was horrified of snakes and, like, my mom, I feel like, responded to that. And I'm not afraid of them, but I was exposed to them really young in an educational way (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Um, but I feel like if you aren't like yeah just watching someone else be afraid of it your brain's gonna be like "Uh uh-oh
0: yeah the thing that was was, uh, funny to me and when they were talking about how like babies don't necessarily like show themselves to be afraid of snakes. Apparently, like when you're showing a baby like a snake on a video, it's more likely to like try and reach for it. Yeah, to like grab the data yeah. noodle. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, hey, I'm interested in this. Yeah, uh, that, so. that looks weird and funky. <laughs> right. Ah, a noodle. Um Ooh. so how how do we how do we become afraid and how do we develop fears? Um so as we just mentioned, there are potentially innate fears um that relate to some part of our or evolution um, or you can be conditioned to be afraid of thing um, through a negative interaction or some kind of trauma related to that like being chased by a scary dog and if you want here's just like here's a little weird science break Um, so I don't know if you're familiar with the little Albert experiment um
1: (laughs) no but all i can think of is a small horse and i know that's not right no uh so
0: in 1920 some researchers decided that they were going to condition this baby um an 11 month year old to be afraid of a white rat that they had in the lab and then reported that like his fear eventually generalized generalized to like all kinds of white fluffy things like dogs and teddy bears and a a santa mask like a santa that had like a white cotton ball beard oh boy Um, but this study is is pretty dubious um it was obviously done what what interesting scientific trauma (laughs) yes um it was done on you know one one baby which you can't really use that as data and like the recordings of it are not very clear like different texts have completely different like um interpretations of things some people then there were people being like well we think that this baby this anonymous baby was actually this kid who had like some serious medical issues so like you can't extrapolate that like his reactions wouldn't be the same as like a general average healthy baby and then people are like no that wasn't that baby it was this other guy and just in general, you can't do this to a baby. Like it's pretty fucked <laughs> I up. Think, yeah, I was gonna say. I think what <laughs> we should all take away from this is, what the hell
1: were you doing? Yep, that's oh, just I don't some like that. some
0: old timey bad science. <laughs> so don't don't do that. Don't to experiment babies. on babies. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and just as you mentioned, um, people can learn fears without experiencing it yourself. Um People do by witnessing other people's fear reactions, learn to be afraid of things. And so a lot of people do develop, you know, fears based on things that their parents or other people around them are afraid of. Yeah, I
1: I have definitely witnessed this happen in other people where they, like, my cousins are, like, very afraid of spiders. Mm-hmm. And they, like, I I swear only were like that because their parents were very weird about (laughs) spiders like because i think it's also so i feel like i've uh and if you 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 maybe a little bit too this year we've talked about this like i've started trying to like decondition myself yeah Of being afraid of things and it's actually amazing how quickly you can
0: talk your brain into being like actually I'm not afraid of that thing right it's true and this this wasn't something that kind of came up through the research but something that I've noticed a lot in myself is that I am able to not be afraid of things when I am with other people who are afraid Mm. like Mm -hmm. especially like if I'm like an authority figure like like, I have always not been a fan of bugs, spiders, bees, or whatever. But, like, when I was a Girl Scout counselor and my Girl Scouts were, like, flipping shit about a bug, I was, like, not afraid at all. And I was just like, it's fine, girls. It's just a bug. Leave it alone. Like, let's keep going. <laughs> and I definitely kind of have, have. I mean, maybe it's just a general, like, mama bird instinct. <laughs> but I'm just like, nope, it's fine. We're getting through it. And then you went to the bathroom and cried for
1: ten minutes. <laughs> no but yeah i i think that or even just like i mean like the communal experience of watching a scary movie like i'm way less likely to get freaked out by something if i'm in a group of people yeah than if i'm alone
0: um yeah fear is really very very interesting it is um and i did i did receive from wikipedia which just identified this as according to surveys so i don't know you know what, the surveys. what surveys. Um <laughs> but it gave me the most common fears. Mm. And so I thought I thought we could just do a quick like yay or nay. Oh, okay. On these lightning round. Fears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> lightning round of fears. All right. Fear number one, demons and ghosts. <laughs> yes. All right. Well
1: a... <laughs> Demons, yes, ghosts no. This is All right. it's two separate things for me, but yes. Okay.
0: Uh both are a no from me because so <laughs> I do not believe in those. Um <laughs> Number two, the existence of evil powers. What? What does that mean? I like, know that that one's vague. Like the I was, government? Yes. Right. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, I would say yes to like people being evil. <laughs> no to like supernatural evil powers in the world. Yeah, not like um, super
1: villains, No, but like, yes. but yeah, like like evil in the system. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Number three, cockroaches. No, I would say I'm disgusted by them, but not scared. Yeah, I I'll say a yes to cockroaches. I am uh, number four. Spiders, no. Uh, situationally dependent.
1: What bleh, that's I mean, that's also fair. Surprised by a giant spider is different than like small spider hanging out by me.
0: Yeah, I I would say I I'm, I'm more afraid of spiders than you are.
1: Yeah, like, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not afraid of them, but I
0: also like. I don't like to be surprised by a spider. Yeah. I like, I keep trying to can, I keep, I always try to remind myself that like spiders are good and they're our friends, but like my instinct is still to be like, a spider. <laughs> I um, have one tattooed on my body. You so do. <laughs> generally a fan. Fair. Uh, next up we got snakes. Uh, no. Yeah. I will also say a no. Uh, next heights. Yes. <laughs> Bad. Um, Mostly no, but I k. I don't know. It has to be Again, pretty situation. extreme. Yeah. yeah, If it's well, very extreme, I can be scared of it. But I would say, so I would say I have. I mean, lots of people would say this, but I'm like I don't necessarily have a fear of heights. I do have a fear of like falling off of things. <laughs> I very
1: specifically, I don't know what you would call this. I have a fear of climbing. Like,
0: oh. I
1: don't mind being up high but I don't like the process to get there like if I have to walk up a tall ladder to get to the top of a water slide
0: yeah no, no. <laughs>
1: but if if like I've done rip cords and stuff and I love that if someone's hoisting me up there and I'm like strapped in I'm good to go uh so I
0: don't know what that's
1: called but
0: yeah and I don't
1: like have a thing about flying or anything like that
0: yeah I don't know maybe hmm. question mark <laughs> all right next up we've got water no. Well, no. No. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> I, yes. You for, like dark very water. <laughs> deep, not like just generally. Like I'm fine with like the ocean, but like once we go, we go too deep, in, then it's a, that's a yes.
1: I think like that's a thing. I have a healthy fear that I understand that water could destroy me. Yeah, <laughs> if it wanted to, but I like it's being true. in
0: water. Yeah. Um. Next, enclosed spaces. I am claustrophobic. Yes. Yeah. I. Yes, I am. <laughs> I I definitely have like a a line there where up to a certain point I find like an enclosed space very comforting mm. but like if it's really tight then it's then it's yes I'm very very anxious about like w- watching like the descent yeah, just made me very mostly stressed out by the cave par- by the cave enclosed parts. Yeah, the the idea of being rest. trapped. Yeah, yes.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> uh,
0: next up is tunnels. Tunnel, like, like collapsing tunnels. Maybe or something? I don't know. I'm like, is this like related to enclosed spaces? Right. I would not say that I'm I'm concerned about tunnels. No, me either. I would um, I, I go through a tunnel just fine. Yeah. Uh, next is bridges
1: now this could get specific i'm gonna say generally no though like a rope bridge that you have to walk across oh yeah Yeah. absolutely not but that's also
0: in the like climbing heights falling category for me yeah Yeah, agreed i'm not not overly concerned um next up is needles oh no 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 and that's definitely one that like i feel like i've like gotten over like i used yeah. to be like very like anxious and stressed out about like getting shots and stuff when i was a kid um which i think lots of kids are and it is something that lots of people just kind of grow out of um and they don't really bother me now although i do not like to watch needles like go into skin mm. like if you're giving me a shot i'm gonna look away
1: yeah i've never had a needle thing i w- <laughs> i'm gonna bring this up because um my one of my best friends, Stephanie, listens to this podcast. So I'm going to publicly talk about her now. <laughs> her uh, she has a really interesting thing because she doesn't have her ears pierced or anything mm-hmm. because she's afraid of needles. But she like got tattoos. And I was like, where does that fall? And she's like, no, no, no. My fear is like of the needle going all the way through something. Yeah, she's okay. like, if it just like
0: punctures and leaves, it doesn't bother me. And I was mm. like, that's Fascinatingly specific. That is very specific. And see, I feel like with tattoos, like if I start thinking this too is a hard about it, that is puncturing me repeatedly, then I start to get kind of woozy and like it kind of <laughs> brings it back. Um, but then if I don't think about it and I'm just like, You're just giving me this sharp pen drawing, then that's fine. <laughs> oh yes, the good old sharp pen. The drawing. good old sharp pen. Um, all right, we're about we're about to get fucking real with Uh-oh. this list. It's gonna uh, be like death. <laughs> Next up, social rejection.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, as a person with ADHD, I definitely uh, right. suffer I from like rejection se- sensitivity in general. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say yeah. it's a fear. I'd say it's more of an anxiety. Yeah, uh, I'm not like I don't go about my day being like, oh, I hope people don't hate me. Um, uh, but
0: yeah. yeah relatable I, i'd rather they not dislike me <laughs> if if we have an option yes for sure same uh next up failure Ooh,
1: uh i'm gonna give that a like a yeah <laughs> this is something i'm working through as a person but yeah i I've, i have been very afraid of Actually. failure in my life for sure yeah, I'm 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 a strong yes on that one. I'm thinking back to which was it the Friday the Thirteenth episode where yes. you said something about? Like, <laughs> wouldn't it be worse to have not like to be done, almost to, perfect to be almost perfect and not achieve it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I had I had several friends listen to that and be like, "Wow, you really told it on yourself there, didn't you?" <laughs> so where's the Virgo in your chart? <laughs> uh um next examinations and i'm not sure if they mean like tests or like being examined like by a doctor doctor? i mean either way i'm gonna say no yeah in general i'm gonna say no um and then finally public speaking no (laughs) yeah (laughs) as we publicly speak on this podcast (laughs) no no yeah no i'm all right with that all right, those are our most common fears. No In- death, really? Well, there was a whole other section about, like, death and stuff, and I was just like, I mean, d- does anyone... I feel like everyone f- thinks about death and has some kind of feeling about it. I don't know. <laughs> that, was- <laughs> that meant nothing. <laughs> I feel like everybody
1: thinks about things and then develops opinions. Yeah. Uh. I d- I think that's
0: true. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm experiencing failure right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why mm. death was not specifically on this list. Um, I don't know. Are they know. just generalizing that they think all people are afraid of dying? Maybe.
1: <laughs> that's interesting. I wouldn't say I'm afraid of dying. I'm afraid of dying slowly.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to be dead. That sounds fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like I like i feel like i used to be afraid I, i'm afraid I'm, of I'm, pain i'm afraid of being in pain i'm afraid of other people's death like Ooh, I'm, I'm interesting af- i guess yeah. i would i would say that would be like being afraid of like loss or grief
1: yeah because i'm
0: what. i'm just kind of like you know once i'm dead then yeah, oh well i'm, I'm not like, gonna know that was right. it. <laughs> <laughs> out i go yeah <laughs> yes anyway all right um fear behaviors and reactions as you brought up earlier uh we have the classic fight flight or freeze um (laughs) are kind of the general reactions um so these are things that we see across species um but every species has like their own like subsets Hmm. of reactions um one of the examples that i enjoyed was defensive burying (laughs) (laughs) amazing And, uh, you know, a pigeon may flap its wings at you to try and and scare you off. Um, I do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So those are are generally um, the things. So, like, you know, as we talked about, um, your your body is definitely prepping you for for a physical action when you are experiencing fear from a a biological standpoint. So you're just like, all right, we're going to do it. What's happening?
1: Are you generally a fight? flight
0: or a freeze i would say i'm often a freeze mm-hmm. like i definitely like feel a lot of times when i'm scared that like my mind just like blanks out and i just like am like i can't do anything
1: yeah i would say that's pretty true for me as well. in the face of true like fear yeah i'm a freeze yeah. in the case of like fear i've put myself into like a jump scare situation i definitely am a fight like if if i'm in a haunted house and you grab me my initial instinct is to punch like immediately I, my arm's already moving and i haven't <laughs> thought of like you said the, the rationale yeah. shuts off like yeah. my before my brain can be like it's not real <laughs> <laughs> i'm already swinging It's
0: like wow so let this be a lesson to you all don't sneak up behind me that's true. See, and when you say that, like, a startle, like, I'm definitely, like, a flailer when I startle. <laughs> so I guess that is, in some way, kind of a fight response.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I definitely did this, this was a real problem um, when I worked in offices, um, because
1: <laughs> you I... Have like,
0: headphones in or something? Well, I, I would, like, I would go and, you know, get my cup of coffee, and then every, every single time I came up to a corner... I started having to be like, there could be someone around this corner. Someone might be there. So- someone is there and it's fine if someone is there. Because if I didn't do that, if I like just came around a corner and saw someone, my arm would just like jerk. Throw and I would coffee. spill coffee all over myself. <laughs> and this happened many times. Oh and it's like gosh. not e- not even someone doing anything. Not like, Yeah, if, just the appearance of another human. Just like a human existing. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> don't like that. I feel like
1: that's more flight than fight. I feel like it's you, fair. it's the equivalent of you like <laughs> trying to flap your pigeon wings and get away. Yes.
0: I uh, yeah, I have I have accidentally yelled at so many people when I like <laughs> open like an elevator and someone's there and I'm just like, oh, I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> and they're like, "What's that?" <laughs> Oh. So I, I guess that, that is my that is my version of being a pigeon and flapping my wings, <laughs> being like, I'm big and scary. Don't bother me. <sighs> I did have, I think I've maybe told this
1: story on here before. Maybe. I don't know. But I did have a time in college where uh, I was walking home alone at night from the theater because my apartment was like just across the way from our mm-hmm. theater and I had been in rehearsals late. And I heard someone running up behind me at a speed that Ooh. didn't sound like a leisurely jog. Like yeah. it wasn't somebody taking a, taking a night run. Um, And my brain processed very quickly, like this person is running at you. And my, without thinking, my response was to just turn around and like act nuts and scream in this person's face And he was like right there when I turned around and then he like bolted off in the other direction (laughs) as soon as I started screaming and not like, not like scream queen screaming, like, like courage, the cowardly dog, like, (laughs) 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 like just full blown crazed person behavior. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is just just another subset of car screaming. exact Safety screaming, y'all. I'm telling you it works. And then, Like, an hour later, we got a campus notification on our phone that another person got mugged in that same spot, like, 20 minutes after me. Well, after I was there. I didn't get mugged. But, like, I'm telling y'all, safety screaming. Safety screaming. It works. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. (laughs) TM, Midge Munster.
0: (laughs) Uh, The, oh, man, if this was, like, the 90s, it would be such a good, like, infomercial where it's like, this is the Midge Munster safety screaming method. (laughs) Get the tapes for just... Four Easy Payments of 1995.
1: And it's like a a version of the Scream painting,
0: but it's just me with like giant hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So I am entirely skipping a section called Neurocircuitry. Oh boy! I was like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm no. not about that. Um, but Penny's
1: anti-science corner. <laughs> Panties, Penny's anti-science corner <laughs> um, is
0: if you are interested, there's lots of very specific information about like the chemicals and stuff. Uh, but no. I did not want to talk about that. Um, that doesn't seem like interesting podcast talk to you. No. Um, my my next topic, which kind of relates to some of the things that we have talked about, is why do we like to be afraid? Um, so some, some people do not, um, but obviously I think a lot of people who are listening to this podcast, um, do find some enjoyment in being afraid, um, being spooked a little bit. Um, and, uh, the predominant theory that I found is like the relief of being safe after a controlled exposure to something scary, um, Mm -hmm. gives you lots of dopamine and makes your brain feel good. Um, it helps you, you know, kind of feel in control that you're like, oh, I survived this scary situation. But like you knew that it wasn't actually dangerous, but like your body was still like danger. So that I seems that, to be the primary biological theory. Yeah, I know that my friend like for years told me, my
1: friend Emmy, she's like a horror queen. And I used to not, I mean, you know, I used to not really like scary movies mm-hmm. and she told me for years that she liked them because it was a like controlled place for her to work through anxious Mm -hmm. feelings like she was like it's a way to experience my anxiety in a way where i know i'm safe and i was like that makes no sense to me and then the (laughs) pandemic happened and i started using horror to cope with anxious feelings and i was like oh there it is (laughs) now there now it, it now it all makes perfect sense
0: yeah so I've sorry al-
1: emmy my bad <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've always thought of like haunted houses and horror movies as being like kind of like spicy for your brain
1: yeah well and i'm sure there's uh especially like you know neurodivergence and things like the, the, mm-hmm. where, where your brain it, it i'm sure it creates dopamine in some sort of way yeah like it does yeah in that neurocircuitry section we skipped yes uh, (laughs) I'm sure there's something about like a a release of dopamine after the after the impact of like oh I'm safe uh get the happy chemicals so yeah definitely
0: Uh, microdosing haunted houses as we once said on this podcast right yes and it was interesting because you know like we talked about like situations matter a lot and like just your own Um, kind of personal chemistry can give a lot to it. Like, I mean, if I'm going to carry out this spicy metaphor, like I can't do anything spicy at all. Like it makes my mouth hurt very bad (laughs) and not in like a, woo, this is fun kind of way. And that is the same for fear. Like they say that, you know, some people might just be more like susceptible to fear chemicals than other people. Which is why they have, you know, a bigger reaction to something or, sure. you know, like many people are uncomfortable being high up, but only certain people, you know, experience like actual fear. And then an even smaller amount of people have like a full blown phobia of these yeah. kinds of things. Um, but there are ways that we can combat fear. Um so, obviously, this, like, instinctive caveman fear is not really helpful when it's like, I'm scared of public speaking and rejection. <laughs> uh, you can't fight that or run away from it. Well, you could run away from fears. public seeking, but... Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> it's probably not what you want to do. <laughs> um, so, it does turn your brain off and you want your brain back on. Uh, so, according to Psychology Today, the best thing you can do in the moment is to breathe, uh, to regulate your breath and calm down your brain. um, So you're able to kind of reaccess some of those higher logical parts of your brain that let you be like, okay, this probably isn't either, either this isn't too bad or let you make a plan to get out of it. If you are in like a legitimately dangerous situation. Um, And apparently Meditation is good for long-term control of fear. Meditation is apparently just good for everything. So thanks a lot, meditation. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, long term, you can um, use something like therapy to get tools um, for fighting fear. And obviously, um, if you do have a fear that like impacts your life, um, some kind of phobia, Um, therapy, either exposure therapy or cognitive behavioral therapy can definitely help um, you work through those sorts of things. Good stuff. Good stuff. I feel like personally, like I definitely use comedy a lot to diffuse a scary situation. Like, oh yeah. Whether it's, you know, a scary movie or like a real life scary thing, you know, trying to to make myself laugh always helps me (laughs) get less scared or, you know. I think everyone has kind of had the experience of like trying to focus on a like if you're in like a haunted house being like, oh man, that guy's wearing converses. <laughs> like <laughs> finding like details that kind of take your brain out of like the fear um helps you
1: yeah. get out of that. Yeah, that a comedy is an interesting like how it counteracts fear, like I, I'm sure there's again legitimate science behind making yourself laugh, like breaking you out of being afraid. Yeah, uh, but I think a lot, I think a lot of us do that probably, or maybe we're both just a
0: mess. <laughs> Don't tell us if we are. It's fine. We it's know it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 know you guys. You guys, we know. It's we fine. know. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that is my little my little science corner into the science of fear and why we're afraid. Very cool. I think that we should be
1: able to just turn it off when we don't want to be afraid.
0: <laughs> Our, Formal petition. Uh, turn it off like a light switch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I, I
1: definitely think that there's. Uh, I think I experience fear at a higher degree than a lot, like than what is quote normal. So yeah. I I wish that there was a
0: way that you could just be like nope (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i mean it is i saw there was some stuff about kind of like anxiety and fear and how it all co-mingles which i was like this is a little bit too like you know serious for our for our comedy show um but i definitely feel like since dealing with my anxiety i feel like i have a a better control on fear in general yeah definitely definitely yeah, there's there's a personal there's a little personal fact. You learned more about what Midge and I are afraid of. um <laughs> Let us know which of the things on that list you're afraid of, and what you're surprised didn't make the list. Um, let us sound so if off. You're
1: a, if you're a fight, flight, or freeze, yes, <laughs> tag yourself.
0: Tag yourself. <laughs> I'm a I'm a fight rising. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a freeze <laughs> son with a fight rising for sure. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did enjoy it, we would absolutely love it if you would take a moment uh, to leave a review on your podcast app of choice. Um, iTunes is the main spot, um, but you can rate us on all sorts of places. And that really helps us out um, and helps new people find our podcast. And if you say you're going to do it later, you're probably not. So you should just go ahead and do it right now uh, yeah, Penny's while you're listening co-maker. to this. We know <laughs> what you did. Oh, man. Call it out. <laughs> um, but I do believe that we have a review to share today. We do have one. And
1: I'm very excited about it. Um, so first of all, this is this is from Horror for Halloween. Excellent. Uh, it's a five-star review titled Great Pod. As a Halloween lover, I was ecstatic to learn about this podcast from Midge's YouTube channel, and I have fallen in love with Penny and her soothing voice and weird topics as well. (laughs) Every episode is super interesting, and I love learning new things about the subtopics of my favorite holiday. I would have left a review sooner, but usually I listen while I'm grooming dogs and didn't (gasps) want to get my phone wet or hairy. (laughs) amazing uh and then this is the part i was particularly excited about love this pod as much as a platypus loves shrimp hey Which if, if you all recall from last episode when we were fresh out of hot reviews i said find a way to work platypus into the review and and they've done this for me so i'm very thankful excellent <laughs> give those dogs a pet for me and uh thanks for your review
0: yes thank you um, if you would like to keep up with us, uh, you can find the podcast on Instagram at ghoulsnightinpod and you can find me across all platforms at pennysnark. And you can find me at midgemunster. And until next time,
1: goodbye. Goodbye.